Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. All right, we got some good stuff for this week. This week, I want to talk a little bit more about Pluto and Aquarius. I feel like on last week's episode, I didn't give it enough. And after I recorded the episode, all I've been doing is thinking and obsessing about Pluto and Aquarius and what that means for the collective. Then tomorrow, Tuesday, we have Mercury conjoining Jupiter in Aries. Yay! Getting right before Jupiter gets ready to move out of Aries. Actually, a couple weeks before that. Um, and then Friday, we have Mars and Cancer trining Saturn and Pisces. And then we also have the Venus conjoining Uranus in the sign of Taurus. So that is this week. That's a lot of moving parts, a lot of energy. And I also want to touch a little bit more on Mars and Cancer. I just want to remind everyone the best way you can support this podcast is by sending this to a friend, rating it, reviewing it, um, commenting on my astrology on social media. I really appreciate those of you who continue to do it every week. You are helping take this podcast off. You have no idea how much that means to me. And I love you guys so much. I also want to share a little nugget of wisdom. I had my good client, uh, Kirsten, in this week, and she's also a very big listener of this podcast. So, hey, girl, Bernie lives on forever. We both, my dad's name is Bernie. Her dad's name is Bernie. Both of them have passed away. And so we'll talk a lot. We'll be like Bernie sisters, you know, and we'll share memories of like our parents and different times that they reach out to us from the other side, things like that. And she was in getting her hair done this week. And I, I, you know, there's some things in my life that I feel a little bit lost on and um, not sure exactly what direction, things like that. And as I was talking to her about it, you know, she really dropped some nuggets of wisdom. It's interesting who the universe sometimes, you know, I wasn't expecting her to drop nuggets of wisdom when I needed them. And so sometimes the answer comes from the least expected people. We just have to be open to hearing it. And she said to me, and I want to share it with you, so we're doing our weekly awakening before the episode (laughs) begins, trust the wisdom of your work. That is what she said to me when I wasn't sure what avenue I needed to take with this issue I was going on, what was happening, and she had reminded me, I've come so far in life, you know, some of you know my stories, some you don't, and I put a lot, a lot of work into my self-awareness to get to where I am today, and and she was sort of like, trust that, you know what I mean? Don't lose that wisdom, you know, you know, and, and she's like, you know, trust the wisdom of your work. And she wrote it on like a little tip envelope thing, and I put it up there, and, and it was on there, and it, I don't know, thank you, thank you, okay? So anyone that needs to know, trust the wisdom of your work. This isn't just a message for me, this could be a message for all of us. You put the work in. You put the right work in to learn how to understand and trust your intuition, how to understand yourself, how to pull yourself out of darkness. So if you feel like you're getting close to that darkness again, trust the wisdom of your work. Trust the wisdom of the already hard work, you know, all the bullshit lessons that we already went through. I already went through those. Trust that wisdom. So I'm definitely trusting that wisdom. And that that took me out when she, when I read that. It literally like snapped me out of something again. Do you know what I'm talking about when you sort of feel lost and you're all over the place? And bam, she said, trust the, you know, I read that. After, well, she said a couple things when we were talking and then she wrote that on, um, well, she said it to me, but then she wrote it again on a tip thing and trust the wisdom of your work. And it was like so powerful. So powerful. Someone you never know what you're going to say to someone, good or bad. This was very good, though. And bam, 
it snaps something in them. So, man, I feel very lucky. I just want to share that for anyone that's wondering. Trust the wisdom of all the work that you've already done for yourself. You know the answer, and it's true in your intuition. Okay, um, Pluto in Aquarius. So I talked a little bit about that last week, about being the collective, about being dystopia, all that stuff. And I want to talk about, we know a couple months ago that chat GBT, the chat bot, I just call it, got released. Um, but then this week, what had happened, a bunch of new stuff came out about the AI. So my kid's father is like my only news source. I don't really like to watch the news. I stopped watching it in 2016. And occasionally I'll check in on it. But trust me, he watches enough for probably everyone listening to the show. So he fills me in on things and interesting things. And he has one of those chatbots. I mean, I guess he... I don't know, he rents it online or pays monthly for it online. And I think I told you about that last week. He like, I don't know, the stuff that this chat, he was showing me this chat bot, or maybe it was after I recorded this episode last week, I went over there and he was showing me the chat bot and it was unbelievable what this shit could do. Um, you know, we were talking about a new podcast cover and it showed me like we put in everything we wanted and it gave me within seconds four examples. And then I picked that example and then another second later gave me another four examples, variations off of that one I liked. And it's so, so forth and so on. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And so I don't know exactly what he meant by some of the things, but he was explaining to me things that they just released the AI can do now that he thought would take years to do. And so all week I've been like kind of thinking, freaking out and obsessing about it. I don't want to freak a lot of people out, but this will. <laughs> However, it's important to remember that humans adapt and we will all adapt to this and lots of good will come from it. But I think the next two years are going to be fucking crazy and three years with this. I think we're going to see a lot of amazing stuff, but unfortunately there's going to be a wave of jobs wiped out because of this chat bot okay again eventually it will be better but i mean i'm just sitting there and, and my kid's father and i over the last week have been discussing fucking jobs that are going to be no more in like next year and again i don't want to scare people but i'm making this very big prediction this is going to change i mean we already know it's going to change history but when this really kicks off this is going to change everything within the next couple years like the job market i think but maybe this time next year to the year after like full jobs are will be replaced by this artificial intelligence and i know that it that sounds scary however what we need to keep in mind and focus on is that humans will adapt. We will find new jobs. We'll find other jobs. We'll find more creative jobs. We'll create new, you know, with artificial intelligence, lots of people will lose jobs, but lots of in technology, let alone that the computer can do, that the AI can do, but yet lots of jobs will come on. I mean, we had it. He wanted to show it like now can write up like legit wills and shit. And it was like write a will for Colleen Dixon and make this the beneficiaries and everything. And then it's like a rough draft. And within seconds, seconds my will was right there and then I could change a few things I needed to print it out take it to a lawyer notoriety notary and get that thing so this is going and again I've been obsessively thinking and you know added to what I had talked about with Pluto with dystopia that's definitely a huge theme but the first thing that we're going to feel with Pluto and Aquarius these next two years is going to be the fucking switchover of jobs so just wait it's going to be a fire it's going to be a frenzy but it's important to remember to adapt. And luckily, even though AI can come up with lots of astrology stuff, it doesn't have intuition the way we do. And it can't cut hair. So I guess I'm pretty safe there. And one other thing Matt was telling me, which I think is the great way to describe 
Pluto in Aquarius from Pluto in Capricorn is, I'm not sure who quoted this, I didn't look up the quote, but he saw when discussing, you know, where we were to where we are now, you know, what we're entering with AI, it said, we are leaving the information age and moving into the age of intelligence. Whew, right? Whew. Now, when Pluto was in Capricorn and the information age, it was gathering information because Capricorn likes a basis. It likes a foundation. It likes a structure. And so we were gaining that information. We were downloading information. We were understanding information. And now we have a fucking artificial computer that that is going to be so intelligent. It's already so intelligent. And I think that's really interesting. I think, again, with Pluto moving into Aquarius, we are leaving the information age and moving into the age of intelligence. Okay, chew on that for a little bit. Um, I want to talk again before I get into tomorrow and the next day's transits or the end of the week's transits. A little bit more about Mars and Cancer. We're in Mars and Cancer. It happened on Saturday. I know, um, like I said last week, it kind of is a little bit of an emotional wall. It can be, you know, coming out of Gemini, being detached, and then jumping into (laughs) Cancer, is there is this sense of, um, like having to feel and like not wanting to feel at all. It's it's definitely been a weird energy. It's, we got we got the two malefics in water, you know, water right now, and we're we're like treading water, not sure which way to go. And I feel like I just want to add a couple more things. Of what I said last week about Mars and Cancer, you know, something about for two months. And um, first of all, we're gonna have a hard time letting go. When we were in Gemini, when Mars was in Gemini, like I said, we're kind of detached. We might have had an easier time letting go, an easier time moving on. However, now that it's in Cancer, the moon sign, we get lost. We don't want to, you know, we want to hold on to that toxic thing all of a sudden. We're afraid. We're like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, if I, I'm not ready to let that go, even though it's caused me pain, it's not right for me, it's holding me back in life. I just feel too much for it. You know, Mars is, Mars is controlling. Mars is hidden. Mars is malicious. Mars is our dark sides and our dark shadows and it can be represent dark people so when we moved into cancer all of a sudden we don't want to detach from that you know but we know we need to so we might feel have a hard time letting something go that we knew was not good for us and maybe just a couple months ago we were ready to and we've been ready to but now it's like i'm having a really really hard time mars doesn't like to feel Remember, Mars can't get destruction done. It can't be the god of war if it likes to feel anything other than, you know, passion and drive and excitement and sex. You know, all those kind of wild things is the only thing Mars likes to feel. So now it's in the home of the moon, right? The moon loves to feel. The moon rules our emotions. The moon knows things. So now Mars is stuck. You know, it was in Mercury where it could create havoc instead of, uh, I mean, in Gemini, Mercury sign, create havoc instead of feeling, and now it's in the moon sign. It's like, oh, I don't want to feel, but I have to. So again, we're going to see a little bit of a dark side to a painful attachment or that painful attachments. I think Mars and Cancer are going to be bringing lots of attachments out to the surface, attachments we have, maybe inner child attachments, um, and have us looking at a deeper look to this. You know, why do I feel attached why do I, when I go to make a decision to do something for myself that is good, why is there this pit in my stomach or my heart, you know, that says, oh, 
oh, but what about this, this, this? What if that person does that? What da, 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 da. That is attachment. Just like we talked last week, what is the greatest source of unhappiness and suffering? Attachment. And then when we, you know, Mars and Cancer, we will be able to see our attachments, especially for my cancer placements. I think we can come across um, also the attachments as well as people who maybe try to defy our intuition, I feel as though. When Mars is in Cancer, it wants to argue about the intuition. It wants to fight it within ourselves and maybe someone else. You might meet that. Um, so again, we're going to look at with Mars and Cancer, we're going to feel some attachment and we're going to feel like we don't want to let go of maybe some shadow patterns. So, eh, but we will. But we will. And, and some of our emotions can become very chaotic, uh, but they will, they will uh, merge back again. Just remember that. Okay, so Tuesday, Mercury conjoins Jupiter in Aries. Now, Jupiter is getting ready to leave Aries. It's done. It's moving to Taurus in May. It'll be in Taurus for a year. It's not going back to Aries. And we have had Aries last year, and then for about two months, it moved back into Pisces. And then it moved back into Aries. And we've been in Aries since December 29th. And it's finishing out in Aries. So, like, I, if you, some of you might remember, or maybe just this will, you know, ting some things that happened to you last year, is starting in May, the end of April, May, like, something got off to a really fast start. Like, really exciting, really, like, again, um, <laughs> Jupiter in Aries, in Mars's sign of Aries. So, again, something came on really fast, really passionate, really... Um, coerced, really like, this is it, this is it, you know, all that Jupiter excitement, yet you're in the tricky sign of Aries, so it's like really fast, really controlling, like, yes, let's do this, that, let's get married after two months, <laughs> those of you who know me know what I did before, um, let's get married, so, so we're now like, we're finishing out that cycle, whatever cycle, whatever storyline got put in, in your life last spring, we're now kind of finishing it out. So I feel like some of us got started really fast with something, you know, maybe around the end of April and until October. And maybe like the beginning of it was really fast and then we pulled back a little bit destructive and then now we're kind of coming back to the answer now. So I also feel like we're gonna maybe with Mercury conjoining Jupiter, Mercury bringing the messenger, Mercury bringing the communication. So we might be finally receiving uh, messages of like, it's time to go. It's go time, the final message. Do you see what I'm saying? So we've been prepping for something and we've been knowing something is happening. But now that Mercury conjoins Jupiter, there's a little bit of that urgency of like, it's time to go. It's the final message and you're receiving that delivery message. It's go time. And that could be it's time to go in a relationship. Um, it's go time at work. Like you've been presenting, you've been working your ass off, you've been growing and it's go time. It's time for you to show up. You know what I mean? It's time for you to put up or shut up. Whatever they say, it's go time. And the final message could be, okay, like I know what I went through, what I put through. I need this final message to elevate my life, to go to the next place, to go to the next job. I hope I broke that down so you guys get what I mean by the those three messages. So you can come in those kind of, those really like big, fast, huffy ways, but it's not necessarily bad. It's like, yes, you know what I mean? It's go time. You know, now is your time to shine. Now is your final message you've been waiting to receive. That is going to be coming. And, you know, again, the new fast, hopeful beginning now cycled back and there's an answer or there's an understanding or you can see the bigger picture with that. Um, 
And two, you know, you're feeling hopeful again. There might have been some time with this Jupiter and Aries with so many ups and downs, especially with Mars retrograding, being in Gemini, all of those things. So now you're feeling hopeful. You might have taken that left turn, wasn't sure where to go, but now you're feeling now you're feeling ready to bring it all back in together and you're feeling hopeful for moving forward. Um, this is a time for receiving or giving strong, hopeful wisdom talks. You know, I'm the come to Jesus talks. I love this for that, especially, um, with like, it's time to get it together. Like you go to the doctor and he, and they say, look, you know what I mean? You're 40 years old. You got this going on for you. It's time to get it together. You're unhealthy. You know what I mean? Your blood pressure is high. You're overweight. You're doing this. You're doing that. And it's time you get it together. If you want to, if you want the outside to reflect, you know, you got to change the inside. That's sort of come to Jesus where there's like a little bit of aggression, a little bit of like straightforwardness and bluntness, but it's sort of like is very hopeful and full of wisdom. And you're like, you're right. Shit. Let me get my shit together. You're right. It's time for me to finally do that. Um, there can be the battle of the wisdom and you might get two people. I know sometimes, you know, you come across this. I do a lot with lots of people in the spiritual community and various communities. And, and I've also been a part of this. I'm not, I'm not alone. Sometimes my ego will be triggered with certain people, but sometimes I'll sit back. Most of the time I don't always let my ego trigger. I just sit there and listen. But, um, you know, in communities, I like to call it like the ego, the spiritual ego battles where, you know, there's, there's this, this one time I'm not, I can't really say, cause then it'll kind of give it away. But there is this one time I can remember these two people, both, um, two friends of mine, two guys, actually, I'll say that. And they, I thought that it kind of introducing them real quick, like, Oh my God, I was with one. This is my other friend. I thought that this was going to be like a great thing. Like I was kind of like, Oh my God, you guys, you know, so really chat, you got this going on, this going on and kind of in the spiritual community of the same realm. And this is a couple months ago, but this story just came to my head when I was writing this out. And so I'm like, this is going to be great. And I like, they sat there and I went to the bathroom and it was like, oh my God, I come back. And it was just like, oh yeah, the one's like, yeah, I already know. Yeah, I know about that. Uh-huh. Yep. And then the other one's like, well, I'm doing this. Like when I'm talking, it was like two egos like fighting over like almost who was more spiritually woke and they were like old adult men I was like oh my god you know what I mean you both are fucking woke like just chill out you know what I mean stop there's not a competition you don't have anything to prove um so I should see back when that transit was what was happening then so that's what I mean by the battle of the wisdom and if you're around a lot of groups you've probably I'm not alone have come across that same situation where you see these two people who both have an infinite amount of knowledge but both of them want to have more than the other. And so that's what I'm getting at the battle of the wisdom. Oversharing, this is a big time where you can just overshare, you can bluntly overshare, say things that like just keep running of the mouth. Um, also, you know, this is where we gain some wisdom from finally changing a behavior and we see that wisdom or we feel that wisdom and we know, holy shit, I'm a wise mother effer. Um, and rewards and acknowledgement for taking action is going to be very big. Like you're finally taking the action and now you're getting the rewards for taking that action that you took while Jupiter was in Aries. So it's going to be a really interesting blend of energies. I think the beginning of the week with that, it's going to start out a little fiery, but then it's going to cool down. You feel me? We're going to cool down. So 
Uh, at the end of the week, we got Mars in Cancer trining Saturn in Pisces. Now, it's interesting. These two malefics are coming together at the beginning of this transit for both of them. Saturn's newly into Pisces. Mars is newly into Cancer. They're malefics, but they're trining in um, water signs. So I feel as though this is going to be really calm, interesting energy. And I feel like this is going to be coming together after a warlike fight, a message of hope and a message of truth, whether you bring it to someone or they bring it to you. Um, you guys are going to be able to come together after, again, like a, a warlike fight to make up or to agree to disagree. I feel like Cancer and Pisces are both uh, like, you know, I forgive you, but like, I'm not totally agreeing with you. I'm just going to ignore you, you know, especially with Mar the two malefics. So again, a little bit of, I agree to disagree, but we can move on because it's not worth it anymore so there's feelings of like surrender but in a beautiful poetic way you're ready to surrender you want to surrender um so um and you know so maybe with some family fights i feel like that could come up where finally you guys make up you finally talk again you finally come back together you have a mutual understanding and you forgive now at the end of this week the energy with this happening will feel um slow moving i feel as though it's going to be slow moving but also a peaceful vibe but slow and lazy i feel as though it's honestly i mean you got the two water signs who both no offense to my Pisces energy, my Cancer's energy, like to be lazy. They do. They like to hide out. And it's not just sometimes you're lazy. It's also they need a little bit more time to, like, lay. Their body needs to just sit and lay and do nothing. And so, and it's not necessarily lazy, but it's it's very slow. So you got two planets. You got Mars, who was burning up. Now it's slowed down. You got Saturn and Pisces, where it feels a little lost. So again, this weekend will be slow moving. We're gonna ask to be. We're gonna ask to slow down. We're starting the week out fiery. We're slowing down at the end of the week. And trust that, though, because I know I have a hard time when when the energy shifts and I have a couple days where I'm lazy and do nothing. But I learned that sometimes my body, the energy, the universe knows more than I know personally. So I say, you know what? The energy will shift right now. My body, you know, we're really going to want to listen to our body with this transit is telling me to stop moving and to do nothing. And it knows what it means. Stop the mind from working on overtime and running on the ego and listen to the body. Also, with this transit, we're going to be healing some family karma and trauma. Now, again, to add to the tiredness in the body, if you feel so tired, your body feels exhausted, your body is going to be processing um, some of those old stuck healing emotions that maybe you thought um, you healed and maybe you don't even know when it happens what they are but you know your body's moving stuff through so again allowing yourself to lay there allowing yourself to be comfortable and chill will help all of that processed energy is going to come out of you and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there's like a conversation too this could be where time you know our body's processing the trauma but like where we have that healing energy where we forgive our grandmother or something like that you know we come together with family um, but, you know, resting is healing right now. So this weekend, remember, resting will be healing for your mind, body, and soul. That's going to be really important. And then we have Venus um, conjoining the same day. So, I mean, you know, it's like a weird energy week. There's a lot of energy all over the place this week. Um, then we have Venus conjoining Uranus in the sign of Taurus. So Venus is in her home sign. And conjoining Uranus. So there can be on Friday, uh, 
you might do something like a surprise for yourself that you not normally do. Like whether it's spend money, like, you know, all of a sudden you find yourself in like King of Pressure Mall and you're like, you know what? I'm going to spend this like a lot of money right now. I'm going to spend all this money. <laughs> you know, I'm going to buy this. I don't know why, but I'm going to buy this Louis Vuitton purse for $1,700. Something like that. Again, very Venusian, something that's either with love, joy, pleasure, happiness. But when it conjoins Uranus, there's a little bit of that chaotic uh, vibe to it and sort of out of nowhere and kind of blunt and funny and kind of crazy. Like I said, crazy, chaotic, blunt, funny, and moving right out of there. So that is going to, and it could also be with relationships. You might, A, you might even run into someone you haven't seen, an ex or a lover, or you and your partner could get into a, I don't think because we have no other, like nothing bad happening. So I would say there could be a fight, but I actually don't think there's going to be a fight with this at all. Because again, there's nothing really else happening around Taurus at the moment when this is when this is happening. So I think it's more going to be around like just like fun chaos a little bit or some sort of like, you know, energy chaos in that way. You know what I mean? So, or like just doing something shocking out of your normal wormhole to like enjoy life. Just something shocking and sudden. So that this week you guys get the... You guys get the plot. So we're having um, some fast energy at the beginning of the week and some slow energy at the beginning, at the end of the week. Either way, I'm bringing it to you, the weekly awakening again from Kirsten. Trust the wisdom of your work, your self work. Trust that wisdom. Okay. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a fabulous week. Tonight I'm going to a concert with my nine-year-old, Abram. We're going to go see the kid Leroy, and he loves him. And I actually, because he always chooses my music when we're in the car together, I end up loving him. And I said, you know what? You're nine years old. Let's go to a fucking concert because in a couple years you're like, drop me off, mom, while I'm with my friends. And now I'm just so excited to take him to this concert. We're going to have such a blast. I cannot wait. But... I love you all. I hope you have a great week, like I said, and we'll be back next week.